to Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Carol Woolham Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I are excited to bring you another guest here in 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. Our guest in November is our good friend from Kellogg High School, Kelton Enich. Kelton is a language arts instructor at KHS, where she shares her love of journalism and creative writing with her students. And today we'll hear about some of the people that have influenced her love of sharing her creative gifts. Well, let's get started with episode two of our interview with Kelton Enich. Let's move on to the next question. We often refer to the creator or God in all of us. What is your understanding or your perspective of the role of the creator in all of us? That one, that one is really difficult. And I think, but I think it relates back to what I was saying is we all are born with certain skills or certain like a capacity for skill. And it just, I think, takes the certain a certain situation or certain settings or certain people in our lives mm-hmm. to kind of set that off. Man, yeah, I don't know how else to explain that really. Mm-hmm. So Julia Cameron is is uh, an author that that we we use a lot of Julia Cameron stuff. Uh, she wrote a book called The Artist's Way, and she says, consider the idea that maybe there's. Something out there, we don't know what to call that, mm-hmm. that wants us to create. Mm. What happens if you, uh, what, what, what do you think of that? What do you think of Julia Cameron's concept? Well, that's, that actually relates to something we were talking about today in my homeroom about the act of being generous. Yeah. And one of the questions that was posed to the class was, do you think it's everybody's responsibility to be yeah. generous? Yeah. And I got a really interesting mixed response. But I think that goes hand in hand. It's it like it's give, being creative is is a lot of times giving back. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a yeah. lot of like yeah. quiet creativity that happens. Mm-hmm. It's like your own journaling or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in many situations, I think that it is almost always giving back mm-hmm. to some degree. And I think whether that's like an energy or whatever, it's, just, it's like how society functions is being able to yeah. give back. Like you, society can't move on it's just like yeah. human mm-hmm. yeah. evolution I guess yeah. To, yeah. to be able to be creative and give back to your community and the yeah. people around you so and I think part of it is and we've kind of talked about this is almost like getting yourself open to situations you know whether it's taking a creative writing class or being in drama or playing an instrument you know if you don't make that first step then then you can't like you say just sit and do whatever but you have to almost like the more you open yourself up to that willingness mm-hmm. to be creative, mm-hmm. then I think it mm-hmm. just kind of expands and, mm-hmm. and things come into your life that that you, you know, it just kind of almost starts a, 
emotion of mm-hmm. and that's and that's kind of the cool thing I think yeah. of it is you um, you know even just our our journey with this just in the last year and just you know what doors have opened and what things we've learned and what people we have mm-hmm. Hit, mm-hmm. have you, you know where if we hadn't have you know been doing this uh, we wouldn't have experienced all that kind of stuff but it is it's it's to, for me I like the fact that yeah there's something bigger out there. For me, it's God, mm-hmm. you know, that's there that created the universe and wants to, us to be a part of it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I like that that whole bigger thing. Yeah. 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 That makes me think about. So when I started my creative writing class and then it disappeared for a while and mm-hmm. now it's back because the first year I've had it yeah. since pre like three years or something. And I go and help at registration. I try to recruit people to come in. And the very first thing that kids say always is I'll say, do you want to be in creative writing? And they say, I'm not good at creative writing. Mm. And I'll say, no, that's exactly it. Like, I want you to come into the class to learn how to be creative. Mm -hmm. Um, And the second you say that, they realize that that it's something you learn and it's something you, you're not, you're not just born with all of these things. Like all these things are things that you learn. And that a lot of times students are really closed off until there's like a very specific moment where you walk up behind them and you point out one specific thing yeah. in their poem and you say, I love that. And it like everything changes. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. everything changes. They, uh-huh. I love that. Feeling. They know. It's so I know. Awesome. It is. You know, I remember, you know, when you were first starting, you'd have your poetry things and I'd see some of those kids up there on stage and it was just like, oh my God. And, and just, you know, and some of them, it was the, almost the depth of emotion that would come out of their poetry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that it was all, and you almost felt like this was the first time they were heard. Yeah. You know, and it yeah. was, and I love that too. I yeah. love that, that they felt confident enough to get yes. up and do that. And Especially was, the, the poetry slams. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. it's so deep. Yeah. I, I know. That. I'm I so know. excited. Yeah. Yeah. For them to find their voice just a little bit there. Yeah. And show yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And that community, that creative writing community, is so similar to the drama community. Mm-hmm. Where everyone's it, it just is. so supportive. Yeah. yeah. And they feel heard. And then all of a sudden, everything's different. And they feel like they can go beyond that and mm-hmm. talk yeah. to other people about that. Right. And perform yeah. in front of other people. Yeah. It's so cool to see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we wanted to interview you because we believe you are an example of someone who practices the art of creative living. Do you agree with us? <laughs> What does that mean to you, and how do you live creatively? We've talked a little bit about this, but mm-hmm. but when you, I mean, do you think of yourself as a creative person? Mm-hmm. When you, if someone said, "Hey, Dalton, are you a creative person?" Mm-hmm. Would your answer be yes or no? My my answer would be yes. Okay. Um, but when I first saw this question, I was thinking like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like a fraud." Kind of. <laughs> I feel like I teach creative writing. I mean, and that's like the thing I think that people think most about me. But but I don't practice it a whole lot. Mm-hmm as I'm really, I really am super busy, but I think in a lot of the other ways that I've already talked about, I do live creatively. Mm-hmm. I think I, I really like being part of other communities mm-hmm. yes. and I am part of a lot of other communities and a lot of that is networking mm-hmm. and working on projects together, like through the chamber or right. whatever. Um, so in that way, I think, yes, I am creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on like a very base level, like I'm pretty confident when it comes to like drawing things or right. like making posters or things like that. So in that way, I feel like, yeah, I'm pretty creative. Yeah. But, or problem solving, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'd say I'm pretty creative at coming up with solutions. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track. This is what Grow Me A Story is all about. Paul and Carol Wollum Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. I want to keep making this about you and not about your twin sister. But, <laughs> yeah. but are, are you guys very similar in those pursuits? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So my brother and my sister are both artists. Like mm. they like are using that as their profession. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm the only one who's not really doing that. My younger brother went to school for architecture. Mm. He's in Bozeman, Three Forks. Um, but then he, on the side, has become a watercolor watercolor artist, oh, which wow. he learned in a lot of his architecture classes. Yeah, sure. And so his art is amazing. And that's mm. been something that he's been pursuing. My sister is a graphic designer oh. and is also very talented like that as well. Yeah. So uh, they're both super artistic. My sister and I, I think, are very similar in a lot of ways and very dissimilar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we were super close all growing up. Mm-hmm. We went to college together. We were roommates together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's sort of when we started like going a little bit separate directions. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was when I when I joined the Ultimate Frisbee team is when yeah. I like <laughs> sort of found a big group of friends. And mm-hmm. she um, joined a sorority and she found a big group of friends. So yeah. we sort of started going separate ways. But we're super close. She lives in Sacramento. And I live here, obviously, so we don't see each other as often as we would like. But mm-hmm. we talk a lot. And, yeah. yeah, we are similar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And, and, and back to the end of that. Any, any other ways that you say, when we ask the question, how do you live creatively? Anything that you haven't mentioned yet? Do you have aspirations to be a writer? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I I really enjoy writing poetry. I don't mm-hmm. have any interest in writing anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to, I mean, I think the, the furthest that my writing career goes is just like wanting to be able to get together with friends or other writers and be able to critique our writing together. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the extent, which I used to love so much in college and mm-hmm. high school, but I haven't mm-hmm. done that. I haven't mm-hmm. had people look at my writing at, at since then yeah. for a really long time so I think something like that would be fun like mm-hmm. I wanted to do sort of a writing club at one point that would yeah. do something like that mm-hmm. I I would love to learn an instrument so much mm-hmm. I, would, I would love to do that I would love to learn guitar mm-hmm. um so that's that's an aspiration I suppose mm-hmm. I don't know I'm trying to think of other things mm-hmm. baking there... baking is something that I mm-hmm. uh am really passionate about and I like experimenting with yeah and, nice um that, that's artistic, I feel, yeah. creative. Yeah. You're young. You've got lots of time <laughs> yeah. to explore. So. Yeah. Well, we call ourselves creativity cultivators. Grow Me A Story exists to help people grow their creative gifts. Are there people in your life that have filled that role for you? Have you been in that role for others? We know that you are as a teacher of creative writing, but there may be other ways. So start with that first one. Are there people in your life 
that you have filled that role for you as helping you cultivate your creativity? Yeah, um, there are lots of people in my life who have helped me with this. I think one of the, well, my, my parents, um, for sure, of just giving me a life that was so full of rich experiences and exposure. And honestly, I, I have done a lot of traveling because of my parents, uh, overseas travel. Mm -hmm. um, I feel really, really lucky that I was able to do that. And I think that that was huge mm -hmm. in my my outlook on life and, yeah. and you know yeah. I have had a couple of really really influential teachers in my life my first one that really was the reason that I became an English teacher and then a creative writing teacher mm -hmm. her name was Laura Lee Evans Lynn uh, at Big Sky High School she was part-time or she she was basically the same thing I am she was mm -hmm. partially an English teacher and then a creative writing teacher and she was so amazing like what I said she came and found me she found a big group of my friends and brought us all in mm -hmm. um and she had a really amazing program where she would have like a beginner creative writing class but then she had these two separate creative writing classes one was called airy big sky that was a school I went to big sky and then one was called area international um and I had eventually became part of all of these classes but basically at the end of each of the years we would produce a literary arts magazine mm -hmm. um the area big sky one was just of art and writing of the students at our school and then the area international one which was just getting started when i when i was a sophomore mm. was we had a panel that would get submissions from all over the world from oh, high wow. school students from all over wow. the world yeah mm. and that was an amazing experience because that like really tied in my background of yeah. traveling and writing yeah. mm -hmm. So we got to like do a lot of interviews and organizing, and organizing. And, yeah. Yeah. yes, oh, yeah, and yeah. publishing and proofreading and yeah. copy editing and um, uh -huh. all that type of stuff. So that was amazing. Laura Lee was the most influential person. Mm. Um, I'm gonna cry. She passed away like the year I moved here. She mm. got she was diagnosed with cancer and mm. um, passed away very suddenly. Mm. Um, and I think about that a lot. It was yeah. like the year that I became a teacher and I would love so much to go back and yeah. talk to her about that and mm -hmm. like show like my very first poetry reading yeah all I could think about was was Laura Lee so oh, she was so sweet. influential it yeah. was amazing yeah. other people some of my colleagues at at the high school Rachel Cruz Mark mm -hmm. and I know that you guys have interviewed her before mm -hmm. but she was on my hiring committee I ended up also replacing her as the junior English teacher. Yeah. On the, well, there were some years in between, but any time that I needed help, well, actually, this goes back into one of my creative outlets. I think curriculum planning and mm. designing, mm. designing units and designing lessons, I would say is a strength of mine, especially like sort of thinking outside the yeah. box and yeah. really pushing my kids to be critical thinkers mm -hmm. um, in creative ways. So anyway... Anytime I would, I would have a question or anytime now I have a question, she's my go-to person. Mm -hmm. She's amazing and is so good at looking through my stuff and asking me to push them even harder or, you know, those are, those are some big people. And honestly, my partner, Scott, is mm -hmm. super creative in different ways than I am, like mm -hmm. musically, incredibly creative, um, talking about music. Yeah. Um, and cooking creatively creative in the kitchen mm -hmm. um, so I'm very uh, inspired by him and he's really good about bringing creativity into like 
day-to-day mm-hmm. sort of aspects and keeping things very light and which helps me yeah. a lot. Yeah. So There is episode two of our interview with Kelton Enich. Carol, what are your takeaways from this episode? Well, she had a lot of different people in her life influence her creatively. She especially told a very heartfelt story about her creative writing teacher and how much that woman meant to her. And it was just really nice to hear that story. I always feel honored when our guests open up that much to us. We appreciate that so much. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our Sacred Community Garden members for their support and remind all of our listeners that if you have found us and you're not a member, but you want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.growmeastory.com where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Woolen-Roberts. Join us next Friday as we hear more from Kelton Enich on your Dreams and Bones podcast.